before we start this episode, I've just got to give you kind of a bit of a uh, uh, parental advice warning thing. Uh, in the middle of this episode, I play a clip from the gig, and I do say shit. Um, I say it quite a few times, so uh, I probably shouldn't have said shit then, should I? Oh, no, sorry, I'll do it again, and I'll beep it out this time. Um, in this episode, I've got a bit of a parental warning in that I say the word shit. Okay, I say shit a couple of times, so... Um, God, that sounds awful when you beep it, doesn't it? I think I'll just I'll I'll do it backwards. Okay, um, just a bit of a warning in this episode, uh, a bit of kind of parental advice. Um, I do say the word stish, and I say stish a couple of times. So um, just so you know about that. Okay, um, okay, let's go. So welcome back. Wow, it's been uh, nearly two weeks. Nearly two weeks since I did my last gig, which was the, the ten-minute gig in Luton, or the as it will be referred to from now on, the thirteen-minute gig. Um, I kind of got over the fact that I overran by three minutes, but uh, really shouldn't have done that. Uh, but yeah, oh my god, it's still I'm still on a bit of a high. I really am. I'm so chuffed with how that that gig went. It couldn't have gone any better. And there were a couple of little things that didn't didn't work out exactly as I wanted them to work out, but the night was fantastic. The crowd was amazing. Oh, it was such a good feeling being up there and getting consistent laughs all the way through my whole set. That was just brilliant. I loved it. I loved it. I now I'm in the car. I'm not at the train station. I'm in the car on my way through to do another gig, and I'm doing the one that used to be my favourite gig. I'm doing TNT tonight. So I'm kind of looking forward to doing that and going back to the five minute sets, but it's a bit weird. It really is a bit weird. I've been a bit, not, I think nervous is the wrong word, but I suppose apprehensive about this because I've been thinking about it for a little while. Uh, you know, I've had like nearly, nearly two weeks, like I say, to think about, you know, my success in the last gig and kind of going forward from it. And I think the conclusions that I've drawn are that I, I've got to do... I've got to step it up. I've got to do more of these 10-minute gigs. I've got to try and do more out-of-town gigs as well. Because the one thing about going to the London open mic scene is that it's five minutes, there are loads of acts doing it, and the crowds, they're just not the same as, as a real audience. Oh, I've talked about this so many times on this podcast, but you can't beat a real audience. And now I've experienced it, I really want to do more of it. I do. So I'm going through to do my best, my second best gig, I suppose, TNT, which is a, a packed room, usually of around about 50 people. So that's good. I'm looking forward to doing that. I've actually tried to write some new material. I can't believe I've just left it at home, though. I've got it on my phone. I just emailed it to myself and then printed it off. But I haven't got a printout copy of it, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to do this new material um, well, half of it's new minutes. There's probably about a minute and a half that is new material. Two minutes, maybe. And then I was going to do some of the stuff that was a success before, which used to be my new material, but now is my my bankable old stuff. So, <laughs> so it's funny how things change, isn't it? But yeah, this new stuff is actually it's a departure. I'm going to try and do some political comedy, and it's political in kind of the loosest sense, in that it's about the election. 
but it's also in my persona which is another thing that developed out of this uh, out of doing the 10 minutes is that I kind of finally got everything to work together and feel like it all meant to go together and my persona thanks Rachel uh, is a, she's labelled me as a happy idiot happy lovable idiot Friend, happy lovable friendly idiot is what she said so let's go with that that's that's what is working for me so this new political stuff is from the point of view of someone that doesn't quite get it so we'll see we'll see <laughs> I'll have to try and learn it because I've only written it today this afternoon and I haven't even spoken it out loud once yet and it's what it's uh, quarter to seven and I'm supposed to be there at about half seven so I've got to try and learn this stuff like I say, half of it is, is stuff that I know, so that's good. I may even just fall back on stuff that I've done before, and this is my first gig back. Feels like I've had a massive break from it, and you know, two weeks is quite a long time when I've been doing a gig a week, and then in the build-up to my 10 minutes, I was doing two a week. So it, it's, it feels like I've been I've taken my foot off the pedal a little bit, but now I'm going to get back on and, and have another go just got to book some more more real gigs <laughs> sorry London but I need to get these real audiences I do so here I am it's the next day now and uh, I've done my gig at TNT it's really nice to kind of be doing it again I know it's strange because it's only two weeks it's not even two weeks really almost two weeks since I did the the big looting gig uh, but it, it feels like a long time since I've done it. But now I've done my first gig, which is always going to be, I suppose, a bit a bit of a come down after such a success of my last gig. By the way, if you haven't seen the video, it's on YouTube. Just search for Lee Wilson Comedy and you'll see it there. It's the, it's the first hit. Um, so if you haven't seen the video, check it out. I'd love to know what people think, but I, I was really happy with it. But yeah, after doing that gig, it was always going to be a bit tough going back to the five minutes and I kind of felt I had to do new stuff. So I had. I'd written this uh, this political stuff, which wasn't really heavy-going political jokes. It was kind of more... It fitted in with my persona that's developing, of being a bit stupid and not quite getting things. And I equated the whole kind of election system to a reality TV show. So it was a bit silly. Uh, I quite liked it. And the reason I did it is because I found it funny. So I thought I'd give it a go. And I really, I had to do some new stuff. I couldn't go, the, I, I couldn't really justify going to uh, another night to do five minutes of stuff that I've done before and kind of perfected and got it working really well in front of a real crowd. I couldn't really take a backward step and just do the same stuff again uh, in front of an open mic crowd. So that's I really had to do something new. And I wrote it and I liked it, so I did it. Uh, the crowd... They weren't really into political stuff. There was a guy on before me, a guy called Elliot. His whole five minutes was about how he loves the general election and he loves it every four years when it comes around. And he equated it to kind of the analysis that football gets and, and how excited he gets with the election. And that didn't really work. I found him quite funny. And I'm, I'm not a political person, really. I mean, we're all we're all living within a political system. But I'm not... I don't really give it that much thought. I just get on with my day-to-day stuff like most people do but you know i felt i had to stretch myself i had to try do something different and i think in front of a different crowd 
stuff I did could have worked really, really well. Um, but what I'll do is I'll play you a little clip of the election stuff I did, and, and just to kind of illustrate how how it didn't really work in that environment. I, I was tempted after the guy that did the election stuff to just scrap it and go back to doing my tried and tested stuff, but I, I really couldn't do that. I, I just couldn't justify doing it. So I thought, sod it, I've done it. I kind of learnt it, um, and here it is. So this is the stuff that didn't really hit as well as it could have done in a different different situation. And the red team, right? The blue team, they're like the most right? They've got like servants and stuff, and and they they literally. Literally, shit on people, right? <laughs> um, the, the red team, they're, they're a bit more devious. They're, they're, they pretend they're not quite as posh, but, you know, they went to the same schools as like, the blue team and everything, except that they were the ones getting shit on, probably. Um, and what they have to do is they're, they're battling it out, the red team and the blue team, to see who's going to win. And uh, there are, there's some, some really cool little, little teams involved as well, um, that at any point could join in and, and join up with one of the reds or the blues and win and shout, Coalition! <laughs> and they win. It's really cool. Uh, so there's a yellow team. Um, they don't really understand the rules. But they smile a lot. They're really good. Um, then there's, there's the green team. They kind of wear, like, hessian. And they just care about like, windmills and grass stuff like that. Um, and then there's an, another team, like the pantomime villain team, right? They're, they're the purple team, and they, they're a little bit like the Joker in Batman. They come out, and whenever you see them on the telly, right, everyone like, boo, boo, boo. Yeah. Yes, right? <coughs> at any point, they could just like throw a custard pie in, in anyone's face, right? Uh, you don't like political stuff, I'll do. But you've got to watch your soup, because it's all over on like the 7th of May. And uh, Davina McCall's going to be there, and we get to like, vote who goes into the house. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, and I think, I think, no matter what happens, we're all probably going to get shit on whatever happens. <laughs> um, yeah, so it didn't really, really work out that well. But I, I could see that it could work in in a different crowd. But then I went on to do some stuff that was a bit more mainstream, a bit more easier to get, a bit more fun. Uh, no hidden meanings, and this went down really well. So here's a clip of that. Okay, I might never do political stuff ever again. <laughs> hey guys, I got married recently. <laughs> just just got married, um, so I haven't had a chance to update my Match.com profile yet. Uh, which is a shame because I've got some really decent photos now. Like in a suit. Uh, when I first got together with my wife, I um, wasn't sure if it was going to work out between the two of us because she's like a vegetarian and I'll just eat anything really. Uh, is there any vegetarians in tonight? Yay! Oh, cool. Right, so you might understand this. On our third date, she said to me, she said, Lee, don't eat those Haribo because they're made from horses' bones. Yeah, that, that's true, true, yes. It's not true. It no true. way it is true. <laughs> it is not true. It is not true. Shut up. I've got a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it is not true. Because if it was true, horses would be falling over all the time, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. So that was nice. That was kind of nice. Um, where do I go now? Uh, I'm not sure. My next gig is actually next Monday, which is uh, um, Betsy Trotwood, and this is Jester Jesters, which are really, really well-run nights. 
I've not been to them myself, but I've heard really, really nice things about them, and they pop up on Facebook all the time. They're, they're really nicely organised uh, group of people. In fact, they're the same people that are behind Raconteurs on a Wednesday, which is my first ever gig. So it's quite nice to get there. And this one has been booked in the calendar for quite a while. Uh, you've got to get in there quite early to get one of these gigs. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. It's a small stage, a small room. They only fit about 20-odd people in there, I, I believe. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to doing it. It should be, should be a lot of fun. I'm going to write some more stuff. I, I, well, I, what I need to do, really, is write some stuff that will go with the stuff that I've got that works already. Because like, the political stuff that I did was kind of, uh, you know, on 7th of May, it's, it's out of date. You can't use that anymore. And that's fine, because it was just an exercise, really. But I've got an idea about something that I, I've been mulling over for a while, and I've not really written it down, but it's, it's about a standoff with our cat. So I think that'll work quite well with uh, with the stuff that I've got already. So I just need to kind of work that out. So I'm going to try and debut a brand new five minutes. I might start with one joke that I know and end with a joke that I know works and then try and just uh, do four and a half minutes in the middle of brand new cat material. That should be interesting. I'm still here. I've just got one other thing that I was going to say in this episode, and that was uh, about Rachel. Uh, I'm going to spread some really good news with you, uh, which you may already know uh, about Rachel, but I was going to talk to her and try and do like a little kind of commentary analysis of the Luton gig. I decided that's a bit self-indulgent and I don't need to. She said it went really well, really, really proud of me and uh, I should be proud of doing it. So we'll leave it at that. But one really, really good piece of news is that Rachel has got through to the semi-finals of the Amused Moose Laugh-Off competition, which is fantastic. She's brilliant. I'm so proud of her doing that. Uh, she she entered the 90-second um, clip got through to the quarterfinals, which was looking at a five-minute clip. So she sent that in, which was the same video, but the, the rest of it. And uh, they put her through to the semifinals, which is brilliant. Great news. So sometime in June, she's going to be performing a 10-minute set um, in a competition, and it's going to be a full-on thing. Really looking forward to seeing it. So uh, well done, Rachel. I'm really, really proud of you. Well done. Well done.